Yeah. Ah. Matt Ramage on the beat. You're listening to the Matt Ramage show. Presented <laughs> by Quick Trip. Hold on, let me try. Let me try. Let me try. Oh, the music's gone. I wanted to try. Yeah, dude, right? I, I gotta. <laughs> that, I, I, I didn't plan on doing that. But hey, welcome to the show, everybody. We got Alex Strofe over here joining us from Game of Wisconsin, from ESPN, from the many places. He he doesn't care. He does not disqualify. He will do a podcast anywhere, any place, anytime. That's right. Especially uh, if it's with you. But uh, as always, the show is presented by Quick Trip. I just had Quick Trip today. Had some chicken tenders, dude. I bring home Quick Trip to my house every single day. My Brother, you have no idea. <laughs> if if I don't, my wife's like, "What happened? Where, where are the chicken tenders at? Where, where's the mac and cheese at?" But uh, uh, shout out to Quick Trip. You know, sponsoring the show, having glorious food. You can order right in the app now, and you could uh, go there. It's all ready for you. You know, it, it, it's it's almost like they're, they're just waiting on you. Come pick up the food, bro. I know you're Come hungry. Come pick it up. Come pick it up. <laughs> Come get some. Come get some. Anyways, let's get into this thing. We, we we got a lot of stuff happening here, people. Let me turn the volume up so I can hear Alex really good. Oh, I got I just turned oh, it down. Yeah, yeah. I'll turn it down some more. Let me get the volume up here. But, uh, wow. This is something you should have done beforehand, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, yeah we, we, we got a lot of things happening in the Wisconsin world. I, I just watched you on uh, Game on Wisconsin. Shout out to Game on Wisconsin because I, I, before we get started in this thing, I just want to say I, I, I did open book. With Eli, with Zach, with uh, Jen. I should have started with Jen because she she runs that thing. Yeah. That's a good job. And so I did their show, and I had so much fun. So I was like, you guys got to come on my show. We ended up getting, you know, I asked uh, Crabtree to jump on with us. He jumped on with us. Dude, I never had more fun on a show. Like, it was so fun. I got so drunk, though, that maybe that was why. <laughs> that probably has something to do with that. But, yeah, no, it was a great one. I watched it, yeah. I'm so horrible at uh, Packers trivia that it, it, I I got drunk. I got drunk. I did, first of all, I won that sh- I, I won that game, but they 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 cheated anyways. So I don't want to talk about it. But uh, <laughs> but it was fun. Crabtree had fun. He texted me after. And he's like, "Yo, that was a blast." I asked him if he wanted to come on a night, but he couldn't. But it was like so last minute. It was ridiculous. I was like, "Hey, I'm gonna do a do a show with Alex," and he's like, "Oh, Alex is gonna be there." Eh, I think I'll pass. Yeah, yeah probably. <laughs> no, but it was a good time. So, but how have you been doing? We we, we talked a little bit uh, a, a little bit two ago, but your uh, Wi-Fi was not up to date or whatever because you just moved into a spot, yeah. and uh, you, you so you were on your phone. The, the uh, audio was not up to notch, but uh, I put out a podcast anyway. Anybody l- listen to that in the podcast and you made it the whole thing, show it to you because uh, I shouldn't have put that on a podcast, but I wasn't going to delete it. I was like, what the hell? Let's keep her moving. You know what I mean? But uh, shout the game on Wisconsin. All right, let's get into this thing. All right, so b- before we uh, even say anything, because I want to talk a lot about the Packers, but first, be- before I get yeah, into come on, let's get into the real story. Huh? Bucks and six, baby. We cannot disrespect the Milwaukee Bucks. They're about to do some legendary stuff. They're about to make history. The Bucks haven't been in the, the finals, I think, since like 70-something. Uh, like before I was born, for sure. Uh, I'm pretty young, but uh, <laughs> I think it was like 1971. 71. Yeah, I, think, 1971. I, I was gonna say, I, I, I think it's 71, but uh, shout out to Milwaukee Bucks, dude. I Bucks and six, we've been saying it. I, I, I posted it, I post on every uh, ESPN post, any like any sports page of talking about the Bucks. I say Bucks six. I had a bunch of people today saying, oh, easy to say now. Like, I've been saying it the whole time. Bucks and six. Dude, they're shirts. Absolutely, man. I mean, no, 100%. Years. Look, I mean, Brandon Jennings said it years ago when they were playing the LeBron James Miami Heat. We can win in six. And that's uh, that's the prophecy created back in, I think that was like 2011, like 10 years yeah. ago, nine years ago, 2012, if not earlier. I might even be off on that. Uh, but it's been a trend for so long. Finally, they, you know, get into the playoffs a few years back. And everybody, I went to uh, a game that would have been the year before they made the Eastern Conference Finals. They played the Raptors, I think, in the first round. I went to a game. The Bucks, 
I think won that one. And everybody in the crowd was cheering bucks in six. And that's years after Brandon Jennings. Now we're even further down the line from that Brandon Jennings quote. And uh, there is a very, very heavy possibility. I'm feeling way too good about it. The Bucks rattle off four straight in their first NBA Finals appearance since 1974 and win in six at home. I, I mean, Milwaukee's going to freaking implode tomorrow if they win, man. <laughs> Dude, that, that's what I've been saying. Like, I can't – like, before it got to this point, because obviously, like, now they're, like, so close, like, you can taste it. They're, they're right there, man. Yeah, like I said before, like I don't even know like what Milwaukee's gonna do, like if they win. Like hopefully they do a lot of peaceful things. <laughs> I think it'll be peaceful. I just I, think I think, so. I think it'll give you very similar vibes to the Philadelphia Eagles uh, fans when they won the Super Bowl a few years back. People were climbing street poles. People were uh, making babies in the middle of the freaking street. Like I think. I think it's going to get nuts. I, I mean, with the release earlier today, with 65,000 people going to be allowed in the Deer District tomorrow, 65,000 plus 18,000 inside of the stadium. Let's do some math here, Maddie. That's 83,000 people. Okay. And then, <laughs> yeah, so 65 outside, 18 inside. So that's 83,000 people already. Think about all the area bars, Brady Street. All the other popular, uh, you know, areas in Milwaukee, just near the stadium, you're going to have close to 200,000 people within like a mile square radius partying, watching the Bucks. If they pull it out tomorrow, and I really do think they'll pull it off tomorrow and win in six games, win the NBA Finals, that city is going to go freaking bananas. It is going yeah. to be crazier because this isn't the, the the beginning of february where it's negative 20 degrees outside like when the packers won the super bowl in 2010 2011 uh calendar year but 2010 season 10 years ago there was nobody partying in downtown green bay i mean people were in the bars and and drinking and, and going crazy till six in the morning but this is the middle of july where the weather's beautiful no rains in the forecast uh, you know, this is going to be absolutely, absolute chaos. And I, and I mean that in a positive way, like positive chaos yeah. is going to ensue in Milwaukee if they win tomorrow. And I, I feel like they're going to, they're just absolutely rolling And every player and, and coach Budenholzer and his staff. They are so freaking locked in. Uh, there was, there was press availability today and everybody said it is not over, man. The mission is not done. So, uh, we're really looking forward to tomorrow. Yeah. See, I, 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 I compare it to like uh, Super Bowl Thirty One. You probably weren't even born then. I don't, I don't know. Like you were, you're you're a young buck over here. What year was that? That was ninety seven. Yeah, like ninety six, ninety seven. It was a ninety six okay. season, but like technically it was ninety seven. So, so yes, I was not. I, I was born yeah. end of ninety eight. So yes, I was not it, it was January twenty sixth of ninety seven. Uh, I I remember it. Like I I remember like driving around like with my older brother. I was like sixteen ish or whatever. Uh, we, we I, I did a little drinking, not, not, not technically, but let's just pretend well, not, not legally is what yeah, you're going not to legally right. for yeah. sure. <laughs> but we were having a good time. Like, and people, it was the same thing. People were climbing poles. People were like shaking cars, not tipping them over, not nothing crazy, but like people were just having a good time from everywhere. I was, everything was legal. Nobody like burned anything. Uh, but like, dude, I I think it's gonna be similar. It's just gonna be because it, it's been so long. And but right. for the Packers, it's a little bit different. Like in Green Bay, like they did some stuff. Like the Bucks, it's been so long for like a lot of these people. Like people are so so. Because I'm not a huge basketball guy. Like I'm not acting like I'm some huge basketball guru now that they're there. But like, yeah. I, I I support like Wisconsin teams. So like when they get to the championship like I'm, I'm so stoked like when i watch a bucks game even though i don't watch a bunch during the regular season because I'm, I'm not really a basketball guy but like when when i watch a bucks game it's like watching anything like dude when you're supporting them it's it just dude I, i'm so stoked. like I, i'm really stoked for like for my son because he's a huge bucks fan he's a oh, huge nice. basketball. like he just loves basketball way more than football and I, I've seen him like in past years, like when it didn't work out, he was like upset and he's sad or whatever. The same thing I, I am for Packers. He's a Packer fan too, but not like he is a Bucks fan because he's basketball is number one. So he's fired up. Dude, he is so so and I asked him something like, Hey, I'm gonna do a I'm I'm, I'm gonna do a podcast. I'm gonna talk about the Bucks. What should I say? He's like, Don't don't talk about them because you don't yeah. know <laughs> you have no business. Is, is, is that the same? Is that the same advice he gives you when you ask him about the Packers? Yeah, he says you I don't even know why you have a podcast. Like why are you <laughs> 
lot of people watch you. But anyways, like yeah, yeah, the Bucks and Sixers. I'm stoked if they went. Uh, w- they will win. I, I'm ready. I'm ready for this. I can't hear you, Alex. Like what, what happened? I think I think that b- big mic cut out. I don't know how. <laughs> I don't know how that big mic could cut out. I'm surprised I can't hear your neighbors in that mic. <laughs> you probably should be able to, right? Like, <laughs> rather large. It is. Like, I, I was watching you with uh, Jacob, and I was like, dude, this is the biggest. Like, could he? Like, he. Okay. So he works with ESPN now, and he's like, hey, guys, can I take a mic home and can it be the biggest mic? You own. And they're like, yeah, we got one in the back. We don't use it because it's so big and obnoxious. So you just take that. And he's like, all right. It looks. It looks like the helmet you put on when you go into space. Like, yeah. like Lance Armstrong was wearing my microphone when he stepped foot on the moon. <laughs> I'm saying, dude, like, dude, not that- Lance. Did I say Lance. I meant Neil Armstrong. Sorry, right. not Lance. Not Lance. He's a biker. Yeah. He. he uh, <laughs> Yeah, there's, yeah. A, there's a lot there. I'm just not even going to dive into that. I'm going to get myself in trouble. Yeah, I mean, oh, I, I, I can't breathe now. That was so. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> everyone watching, whether you're watching, uh, share, retweet, subscribe wherever you're watching. Uh, and if you're on the on the podcast and you rambled upon it or stumbled upon it, uh, be sure to subscribe. Uh, write it if you like it. If you don't probably don't do that then if you think i suck yeah but, uh, <laughs> leave it alone leave it alone if you don't like them only yeah. those five star reviews count <laughs> yeah just shut her down and then move on with your life but uh so <laughs> so i want to talk about about some packers hold on let's get there but real quick i want to i want to point out phil jones first comment matt we need you in the deer district tomorrow now matt it's gonna look like i'll be in the deer district tomorrow there's there's a good chance that i'm there tomorrow in the deer district or at least somewhere in the near uh near area can we get you in the deer district tomorrow is there just no chance of that happening i don't think i can make that happen because i work until three o'clock tomorrow like it would be very difficult plus like I, i work the next day like i don't know how i could be there and not drink because Duh, because duh. Yeah, it's right. Milwaukee. Yeah. Like, how it's, how can you? I I don't know if I've ever been to Milwaukee and not drank. Even when I took my kid to college, he was he was in Milwaukee for a little bit. I think I drank when I dropped him off. Like, how do you not drink in Milwaukee? <laughs> it's hard, man. I've I've been there quite a few times, and I think just about every time I've been there and of legal age, uh, so within the last two or three years, um, yeah, it's never turned out pretty. I don't think. Yeah, yeah I think I'm I just being be real honest. Yeah, because like I don't have a lot of points. We're in a point system, and I call them sick a lot, people. So I, I, I don't think I can swing that. But like, dude, I would love it, dude. I, but you know what? I, I think the Bucks are gonna do this again. Like, dude. So like, I'm just gonna enjoy this one at my house, and then the next one, I'm, I'll, I'll, I'll try to make it happen. I, I that's, be- that's that's probably the same thing you said in 2011 when the Packers. You said, "Yeah, they'll do this again real soon." Aaron Rodgers is only. <laughs> What was he at the time? 26, 27 years yeah. old? Right? Yeah. He'll do his thing. No, I, I, How's I, that do, work I, out, I, huh? I think the Bucks with the, because basketball is so much different than football. I, dude, I, I feel like Giannis, dude, he's not going to win one championship. Like, he, he's going to win more. Like, I think, especially like the way basketball is, if he does win a championship, more uh, top guys will want to come to Milwaukee because that's kind of how basketball is. Everyone wants to come to a championship uh football is a little bit like that like if you're the patriots everyone comes there like yeah, i'll play for free i just want to win a super bowl but uh <laughs> it's true yeah but uh it, it, it doesn't always happen for the packers that way <laughs> no it does not <laughs> but anyways i appreciate everyone tuning in i'm, I'm trying to check the these comments uh yeah like, it, football is there to many i'm trying to read Uh, let's try that again maddie let's try that one more time you just flipped some words i know your eyes don't work the best but let's try that again there is too many guys there we go there we go no because i have to read like my camera is right in front of it anyways let's keep it moving uh shout out to mark tuning in as always always tunes in man he's the man mark is the man man. I didn't even give Alex a round of applause for for uh, joining the show, but I'll, I don't think I really deserved one. I think that's yeah, all right. Yeah, I don't think so. And on this show, 
just for you, I will not trash the four letter network because I've been known to do that. <laughs> no, no I, I've never, I've never noticed. And I love the four letter network. I just uh, sometimes I have opinions on things. Some people say that well, <laughs> your mic is cutting out. I can't hear you. Alex got the biggest mic in the world, but the worst can. <laughs> Worst connection. Hey, we 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 got someone else joining us over here. We got Jacob joining the show. Hey, Jacob, can I hear you? I don't know if you can hear me, but I can hear I, you. I can hear you, but Alex, I think he's got microphone situation. Alex, you got I that? just I got rid of the big one. I got rid of the big one. You got rid of the big one. <laughs> All it's right, not we'll the size of the mic; it's the motion of the. Phone. Yeah, it, yeah, it, exactly. It. it it's not the all right. We'll just leave that one alone. Let me throw that up here real quick. Anyways, so uh, <laughs> now I'm blocked out, right? Now, now. Yeah, I no, I Mike, I'll, look just, at, I'll, I'll just hold the quick trip logo. I yeah, got it. hold the quick trip logo and then we'll we're gonna move it up. <laughs> but uh, so are you just eating dinner as you jump in here? Yeah, dude, dude, dude eat up. Yeah, eat yeah. up. What do you what do you got there? Uh, I heard you guys talking about chicken tenders at the beginning of the show, so I ordered some Popeye chicken. <laughs> so you got you, you got some Popeyes, but what we were talking about is quick Popeyes tenders. I, I don't think I've ever had Popeyes. I don't think know that there's. I, I think they're just starting to pop up in Green Bay now. But uh, far superior to KFC, I will say that. Much. Oh well, anything. I've never eaten KFC since I've hit puberty and not thrown up. How's that for a measurement? I yeah, like KFC biscuits. Like, a, and that's usually like what I get when I go to KFC. My wife orders like all the food, and I'll be like, "Just get my a stomach's of turning just here in KFC." It just ugh. the biscuits are good. That that I'll I'll give them that. But anyways, football season so close, I can smell it. I titled it that. I suck at titles. Uh, <laughs> I actually messaged Aaron Nagler one day. I'm like, "How do you get good titles?" Because he always has some. Like, it's always like some weird thing, and it's always good puns. Yeah, they're all that. That we said it's like uh, music lyrics and like movie quotes. I'm like, really? That's all you do? All right, but uh, football, dude. How pumped are we that football season is here? Uh, trash talk is back because I got a lot of Viking fans and Bear fans chirping up. Most- uh, well, hold on a minute, Maddie. Your your trash talk never stops, so I don't know yeah. why you why you're measuring where football season is. But given it, that, because you do that 365 <laughs> days a year, bro. I do, but like it, it, it's actually meaningful when you even get a a taste at training camp. Like, to training camp is right around the corner. I'm stoked, but like, what what are your feelings? Because I a game in Wisconsin. I, I was watching you guys' show, the one year anniversary. Was it, was it yesterday? Or is it tomorrow? It's tomorrow. I knew it was one day. One, you know, I picked the wrong day. But uh, I love how he's just feasting in the middle. (laughs) At least we can't hear him. I don't want to hear. I knew. I know if there was one show that I could do that, it was this one. So, dude, this is this is the most unprofessional. Anything goes here. Yeah, you can do shots. You can eat chicken. Uh, (laughs) I've never had anyone eat chicken, but this is this is the first. (laughs) But uh, how pumped you guys? That uh, football is coming. I know that, that there's a lot of stuff. There's a little baggage for the Packers this t- uh, <laughs> this go around. But like, how pumped are you that football season is coming back? We're just about there, right? I mean, obviously, we mentioned the Bucks uh, for the first just about 15 minutes off the top there. Uh, but once this is over, man, all eyes on the Green Bay Packers and the National Football League. So obviously, Jack, my favorite time of the year. Is September through the first weekend of February. Uh, really, really, really looking forward to it. I mean, the Packers are stacked up. It's just a matter of who's under center. So uh, I, I'm, I'm fired up, as always, man. Football season's the best. Can't wait. Yeah, so, Jacob, uh, after you chew that thing. Yeah, right. Yeah, get get through eating, you, you, you nasty pig. <laughs> Don't choke, but uh, how pumped are you that, you know, you guys are back. Like I, I never left. I've been doing shows, you know, me. Go ahead. No, I'm saying they yeah. weren't great. Cause like, what do you talk about? First of all, I'm not real knowledgeable. So all my uh, content, I had some good people on, but uh, besides that, I was just, I was just running my mouth. You know what I mean? That, that's kind of what I do. But how, how jacked you Jacob for football season, not only football season, because you got a lot of, 
uh, Game of Wisconsin got a lot of cool stuff coming up. I I was watching your show. I saw you guys pumping it out. Uh, so like, just how pumped are you? I, I love it. I'm right with Strofe that my favorite time of year, September through, uh, you know, the end of February. My birthday's in September. My daughter's birthday's in September. But let's be honest, the calendar revolves around the NFL schedule. And this is how I take my vacation days. The NFL schedule comes out in April. I see what days the Packers are playing night games. So I don't know if you know this, Matt. I live three hours away. So to go to a Packers night game is, is a little involved. Uh, and I get home three, four o'clock in the morning. So it's kind of hard to go to work the next day. But I take my days off work after Packers Sunday night games at home so that I don't have to rush home from the game. And maybe I can stick around with producer Kyle or if Strofe's in town or something like that. But I'm excited. You know, the Packers, I laid out this scenario with Strofe earlier was, you know, Green Bay is one week away from figuring out, are they a Super Bowl contender or can they maybe win the NFC North? That's the difference with, Aaron Rodgers lining up under center versus not. Now that's not me saying they need to cater to him and do whatever the hell he wants too, but that is the scenario. Yeah, like I, I don't think I I've never been to a night game. Like speaking of night games, <coughs> here we go. Excuse me. Like I, I have a mic, I have a mute button, but I didn't. I, I couldn't reach it. But I I've never been to a night game. I don't know how drunk I would be a night game because like I've been to like noon games. I think three o'clock games. I've never been to a night game. I can't imagine I'd remember it if I did. Maybe I was at a night game. I just don't remember. You just it. don't remember it. Yeah, that sounds that's about right for a night game. More likely. Yeah. Yeah, because the amount of drinking I do at a game, like Bro, I, nothing <laughs> like a Sunday night game, and then you get that occasional Saturday night game, end of December. Oof. Saturday night games are much better, by the no. way. I love Saturday football. Well, it's because you're right. I mean, you get Sunday off automatically. You don't get to take that work or that work day that you were referring to, right? So, like, it's absolutely, man. It's it's awesome. Uh, yes, Mole Dan, we do see this. We'll get to your comments here in a moment. Yeah, we we should definitely get to some comments. But uh, but yeah. So yeah, yeah. I, I've never been to a night game. Maybe maybe this season because. Pe- People ask me all the time, like, what games are you going to? Like, I don't know. Like, I just I just show up at games, like, tickets just pop up because, like, <laughs> they really do. Like, people, like, I have family. Another who, humble brag there. No, I mean, the people just, like, uh, I have family, like, hey, uh, we can't go to this game. Do you want to go? I'm like, yeah, I, we can go to that game. Or sometimes people just ask me, hey, you want to go to a game with me? I have a free ticket. I'm like, oh, definitely. I, I went to, like, four games uh, 2019, and I'm not sure any of them I bought tickets for. <laughs> more <laughs> humble brags, Jake. You, you notice this? No, it wasn't really a humble brag. It just it, it, it's very. Uh, I'm very fortunate that people like to. Anyways, let let let's talk about some package here, all right? Uh, <laughs> I like that. Matt is a phenomenal host here. <laughs> no, I, I what I want to talk about is the the how good will the Packers offense be this year? Because the Packers offense last year was like best in the league. I'm not sure if it was the whole year, but I, I think they ended up there. Yeah. 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 They ended up there. Uh, and I, I think the Packers, I mean, obviously it depends on Aaron Rodgers. and I, I've been saying it the whole time. No one's wondering my thoughts on Aaron Rodgers. I think he he'll be back whether it's beginning of training camp or whether it at some point he's going to come back. I agree. I hopefully, I think it's going to be at the beginning of training camp because if he's thinking, I'm going to come back, I'm just going to go do this thing. I, I, I would think that he wants to be back at the beginning of training camp. He has a young wide receiver that he obviously wants to meet and like get on target with. I don't think he's overly uh, worried about it because people act like, you know, you, you have a, work, uh, a rookie wide receiver. I don't think anyone's expecting him to be like, be don't you know be the best wide obviously they have Devonte adams like he's gonna do his thing he's gonna work into the offense but i fully expect aaron Rodgers to be back i think this offense will be great but like what are you guys thoughts on it i i, I like the running game like just just yeah. the whole offense i think well, it's right. yeah no i think you're right matt and obviously there's there's that big asterisk right it depends who's under center in the case that aaron Rodgers is which i think we all expect him to be at some point whether that's uh, eight days from now or if that's eight weeks from now. I mean, we both have the expectation uh, or we all rather have the expectation that Aaron Rodgers will eventually and mostly be under center for the Packers in the 2021 season. Uh, So, yeah, I think, you know, this offense obviously is going to decline. It's going to be really, really hard not to. And you're coming from the number one spot. There's 31 other teams gunning for that number one spot. I think there's going to be some sort of decline, but it's mostly intact. I mean, you haven't lost – a ton of big pieces. Corey Lindsley, I think, 
is the biggest one we can look at and be like, okay, yes, there was a hole left there. But there were also very many options. You could start a rookie in Josh Myers. You can slide over Elton Jenkins if you want to because we know he's capable of playing the position. So at the end of the day, I, I don't expect a big decline, but I expect a, a, at least a slight decline just because it's so hard to be the number one offense two years in a row in the National Football League. Um, this offense is good enough to win a Super Bowl. We've known that since the season ended last year, and, and the thought remains the same. This offense is flat out good enough to beat any team in the National Football League. Uh, and I expect that to be the same, even if Jordan loves that quarterback. I don't expect them to be the best offense in the league, maybe not even a top 10 offense in the league. But the weapons are in place. Devontae Adams is there. Aaron Jones is back. Uh, and the list goes on. And four of the five starting offensive linemen are back. Uh, multiple of the top wide receivers, it, well, if not all of them, are back. Uh, Alan Lazard, Devontae Adams, obviously David Funch is back in. I saw somebody made a comment about him. Uh, you know, all, all the expectations immediately being set very high for – uh, Amari Rogers, a third-round pick out of Clemson. So uh, we'll see. This offense is going to be really, really freaking good yet again if Aaron Rodgers is under center is the end of the uh, end of the discussion. Hey, and even if he's not, even if he's not, like that's the other thing is this offense is set up really For well. Everybody, if, right? Plug and shut. I say if Jordan, I mean, I'm not saying you can just plug me in there and we could be good at you know <laughs> the quarterback position, but if Jordan Love is the guy and he's able to play quarterback and jump in, he, I mean. You know, Matt, you mentioned the running game. Jones and Dylan is a perfect complement. The offensive line with David Bakhtiari healthy might be the best in the NFL with or without Corey Lindsley. That doesn't really change that all that much for me as well. Uh, you add in that Amari Rodgers can be a gadget player in this offense that they've kind of missed. Devontae Adams is the best receiver in football. MBS did really well last year. Alan Lazard, Robert Tunyon coming for a big year. I know everybody's kind of down on it. He was everybody's breakout player last year. I am in on Jay Sternberger when he comes back from his suspension. The tight end group might be the best Green Bay's had since I don't even Good like, luck. I mean, yeah, something like, with yeah. something with Jermichael Finley. <laughs> yeah, but like like Jermichael Finley and Tom Crabtree. There you go. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you got to show some love for uh, Crabby on this show. But uh, like, I, I'm curious like because I don't know a lot about Funchness. Like, that was the comment that, that that's what I'm brought up here. Uh, I clicked on it. Here it is again. Uh, what does Funches bring? I'm relatively unfamiliar with him. I, I, I am too. Like, I follow him on Instagram. I see him working. He caught a football like that fell out of the sky from a helicopter. It was like some record. Uh, a lot of people yeah, are size, size, hands. I mean, he's, he's, a, he's a good wide receiver. He's just a flat out, you know, physically, he's everything you want in a receiver. He's not Calvin Johnson by any means, but. He's uh he's he's he brings something. I'm not terribly confident he'll make the roster at this point because I think they're so stocked stacked rather at that position. So uh, and being a year out, I'm not saying he took off working out and, and staying in shape, but a year off the football field certainly doesn't help. Exactly. So uh, we'll see. I'm not terribly confident he'll he'll make the roster, and I don't think he'll be a top three option uh, until much later in the year. In the case he does make the roster. So something interesting about Funches that you guys may not know, when he went to Michigan, he started there as a tight end. And he was a tight end until his junior season, and they moved him to wide receiver that year. I actually thought he was going to be better in the NFL as a, as a move tight end type. The thing about Funches, Alex, you haven't mentioned, you kind of talked about. So Tay, I, I think he's making the team. Lazard, yeah, I think so, MBS, MBS, and Amari <laughs> Rogers. Those four guys definitely – Jesus, Joey. <laughs> Those I guys don't know are always comment up there. No, 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 not quite a, not quite a Randy Moss. More like a production of a Jerry Rice. I'm thinking, yeah. kind of a yeah. mix of Jerry Rice and Randy Moss together. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> fair comp, fair comp. So those four receivers I just mentioned, they are very, very, very likely to make the roster. Then you have Equinemius St. Brown, Juwan Winfrey did well in OTAs, Reggie Begleton and Devin Funches and Malik Taylor, who made the roster last year. They don't play a lot of multi, you know, three, four, five receiver sets. So are they going to keep more than five receivers? I don't know. So you're talking about five guys for maybe one spot if they only keep five. And then still, even if they keep six, that's five guys for two spots. I made the opinion at the beginning of the offseason that Funchess basically has to be better than Alan Lazard and the team's second option, if you will, if he's going to make the roster. Uh, I've softened that stance a little bit. I just a lot of times those back end of the roster positions are looking at stuff for special teams. And I just 
I don't know if Funches is going to play special teams. He didn't really do that in college. He hasn't done that in Carolina. And he hasn't. The other thing, like you mentioned, he broke his collarbone when he played in Indianapolis. That's a full year out. COVID-19 opt out last year. That's he's basically not played football in two full seasons. So yeah, it'd yeah, be a great right. story if he can show up. Right. Yeah, you know, I, I, I want to get this comment because he said, no, that was Gronk. But uh, Funches did it did it to it just the other day. I'm not saying that that means that he's the end-all, be-all. I, I mean, I think it's impressive because I couldn't. You know, if I tried to catch a football falling out of a helicopter, I'm getting CTE. That, that thing's going right to my dome if I even get close to that thing where it's even in my you know area. But, uh, but yeah, uh, my – my big question, all right, what, what I've been wondering it, it, is St. Brown. Like, I, uh, Jacob, you yeah. touched on it, but like, uh, I, th- there's a reason that he's still around. Could, obviously, he had some injuries or whatever, but a lot of teams, like, when you get that kind of bad luck, they just like let you go. But like, so, so what are you guys' thoughts on him? Like, is he going to do something? Like, like he, obviously, they, they, they think he has potential, but like, like I have no idea with him because you don't see a yeah. bunch of them. No, I, I love EQ. I've always been really high on him. I think Jacob knows this too. And like EQ has always been uh, one of my favorite projects, I, I think is the best word to use for him. And, you know, he hasn't lived up to his potential. He, he had one drill him right in the chest in an important setting in the playoffs last year that he didn't catch. And um, so obviously th- those are big blemishes on somebody's, uh, you know, legacy, if you will you know, just a couple months removed. He hasn't been a, a star wideout. He hasn't had a breakout game like guys like MBS and Alan Lazard have had not one, but multiple of. Yeah. And he, he's been in the position to have those uh, types of games and, and he hasn't produced, um, you know, the way that maybe we would have liked at this point or maybe expected at this point. I, I mean, I think it's a coin flip with him, whether or not he makes the roster. I'm a big fan of him. I hope he gets another shot. Um, and if he doesn't agree that he will get it elsewhere, it's just a matter of, you know, uh, whether or not Gutekunst and company and LaFleur and company see him a- as the right fit. I-, I really do think it's it's a toss-up between Funchess and St. Brown of who makes the roster. Yeah, that actually makes sense. He's the yeah. guy who it's crazy because when he does something well, it looks really good. Like it looks real yeah. smooth when like it's, it's a, sexy on tape. Absolutely. Oh yeah. Yep. There's a third and 10 last year where he gets a first down against the bears at Lambeau and he's in the slot and he just, it looks pretty. He gets 25 yards out of it, but then he has those, like you mentioned, those lapses where sometimes he just doesn't catch the ball or in that same game, they gave him an end around and he probably read his blocks as poor as anybody could have and turned what could have been like a 15 yard gain into a five yard gain. I mean, he just does some really weird stuff. And like you mentioned, he's behind at least those four guys that I just mentioned and he doesn't play special teams. His dad famously said the the St. Brown boys don't play special teams or something like that when they came into the NFL. (laughs) I remember uh, that. That's good. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, he's not, he hasn't done enough as a receiver to make that happen. And I just, I don't know. He's, he's really big. He's really fast. He's talented. And after that, you know, first season with him and MVS and uh, Jamon Moore, he looked like the best one of that. Oh, bunch. I forgot about him. Yeah. Well, well yeah, yeah, so did I. yeah, yeah. Jamon Moore, man. That's, yeah. that's, that's, that's Dude, a forgotten man. Packer right there. What already, you know why I was laughing right there? Cause uh, Alex, Took off the old headset, flipped the head around. You guys ever <laughs> see the movie Over the Top? <laughs> oh, yeah. With Sylvester Stallone, Alex is young. You probably never said, but Over the Top, uh, Sylvester Stallone, he's a truck driver. He used to do some arm wrestling matches, right? And uh, he'd always like flip his hat backwards. And then the Over the Top, he would like, because he was arm wrestling, he would do this little knuckle thing. Watch that movie, Alex. You'll, you'll probably find it somewhere. And he would I'll just. To the list. <laughs> <laughs> That's reminding me. All right. I'm old. I remember stuff like that. But uh, my next question, all right, being the professional podcaster that I am, last year, Alex, we did a lot of pregame shows. We did some a lot of postgame shows for sure. Uh, we, we, we talked a lot about Robert Tunyon, right? And uh, we were ahead of the game. I was for sure. Alex was there. I think he was probably on the same train I was on. But uh, I won't get Bobby him biceps. Yeah, 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 Bobby biceps. You know, I won't do that because uh, <laughs> you, you just did. You just did. No, it's not flattering. No, you just did it. You just did it. No, but you said I'm not going to do this. You just did it. 
No, but I saw myself on the camera and I was like, oh, that's not, that's not, I got to pad it. I got to do something. You know what I mean? I, I'm not pumped up like that. There you go. But, uh, yeah. Last year he got the touchdowns and I, I, I was saying like, if, if he just got the reps, if he got the attempts, cause like his, his attempts like per catch were like ridiculous. The numbers, I'm not a numbers guy, but I know that they were. So this year, do you, do you think he's going to get more balls thrown his way and like become like, I, I made a post earlier th- this off season, right? I said, is uh, Robert Tunney going to be one of the top tight ends in the league? And I like, worded it wrong. I wasn't saying like, he's going to be better than Kittle. He's not, but I'm saying like, if he gets that, those attempts thrown to him, like, is he going to be among the top five guys like in the league? Because I, I, th- I think he has it in him, but like with the weapons they have and like how the offense works, like that running game, they got all these things going on. Yeah. But like, if given the opportunity, can, can Tunyon be one of those guys? That, you know, he's works out with them. Like he, he, I, I think he's ready to go. You know what I mean? Certainly possible. Yeah, I think Alex is uh, not able to be heard now at this point, so that's great. But um, I think it's certainly possible. Something that's kind of been lost in the shuffle from this off season because everything's been about Aaron Rodgers. Matt Lafleur said that they want to feature him in the, in the offense. And that's not something that you take lightly. You know, last year they featured Aaron Jones and Devontae Adams at a third guy like that. Tunyon was the team's second leading receiver with those 52 receptions that you mentioned earlier. But I think that, you know, numbers. there we go. <laughs> I, that one. I don't know numbers. Very well, you know, I just throw a couple in there, but um, yeah, with those 52 catches, you could throw that in there, get a couple, you know, maybe it's a little more consistent this year to where, you know, some games he would have like one catch, 12 yards, one touchdown or three catches 30. He was kind of like James Jones in that way, that James Jones season where he had, you know, four catches, two touchdowns and 55 yards or something like that. Maybe you can get it a little more where, yeah, the production is there. Is he a better player than George Kittle and Travis Kels and, you know, Rob Gronkowski? And his I love, hold on. I'm going to cut you off, Jake, because you just said Travis Kels and I was going to bring that up. And I'm totally pivoting the conversation out because this is something I know a lot of people have not seen. Travis Kelsey uh, put out that his name is actually pronounced Travis Kels. And like (laughs) Pat Mahomes was saying, I had no idea. I've been saying his name wrong the whole time. And Tyreek Hill and all these guys that play on offense with him didn't know his last name was Kels. But his name is Travis Kels. Yeah, yeah it, 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 it's wild because Tunyon was the same thing, obviously. But like he corrected a hell of a lot earlier than Kels did, though. Yeah, and and and, and, and Travis Kels is uh, which I can't even say it. It sounds weird to me, right? He's like one of the premier players in the league. I'm not no disrespect for Tunyon, but like obviously, like You're not it, wrong. That's He's not out of disrespect. Oh yeah, I'm just saying. But like, yeah, like, how does it go this long? I feel like tight ends are just like, I don't care. Call me what you want. It's like a tight end thing. We're like, <laughs> say my name. I don't care as long as you're saying it. Like, it, it, it's so bizarre. Like when I saw that, I was like, it's crazy. Like the uh, this like, far in his career and, and being a premier player in the league on one of the top offenses in the league, and he's just like, I don't care. Yeah, uh, you've been Think calling me Travis too. Kelsey for years. Think about it this way too. There's been that guy's been to two Super Bowls, been through two Super Bowl media days, right? And that never came up. And it's not like Kels was a a random scrub on that team. Like Kels is the second best pass catcher on the best <laughs> offense in the NFL, and like one of Pat Mahomes's. I said, like you would think at some point when people are doing these interviews, because crazy. I've had, I've had players on my podcast. I had Dominique. Uh, Daphne, that's Daphne. Name. Like I, I've had a lot of players on my on my on my podcast where I would ask. Glad, them, glad you know their names, Maddie. Good job. <laughs> I'm a little buzzed up, but I would ask them beforehand, like, "How do you pronounce your name?" Talk Just while saying it right. So you would think that when re- reporters like high level talking to like premier players, they would say, uh, "How do you pronounce your name?" But like, I guess they just assume that it was pronounced the way it's been being being pronounced. But like, you think at some point someone would say, "Am I saying your name right?" and no one ever did, and or if they did, they were just like, "No, we're not going to do that. We're saying, <laughs> we're saying it this way." It, it it it's it's crazy to me. No, I bet it's a thing where, like, you know, in college, he was being interviewed by a student or a uh, you know whatever, 
uh, you know, a student broadcaster or the local broadcaster at a, as a D1 university. And he's calling him Travis Kelsey, or maybe, you know, he never asked. And it just snowballed from there, right? He, then he had the pro days and the NFL combine and then the NFL draft. And he's been getting called Kelsey all this time. There's no right time to correct that. It's just such an awkward situation. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I've been called, like, uh, my last name is Ramage. I haven't been called Ramage. Like, my kid won an award one time at school. They called him Ramage. We didn't do none. We're like, yeah, hey, whatever. Call, call him whatever he wants. Well, Strouf and Stroof. Yeah, Stroof, yeah. We called him Stroof, like, explicitly. through Because who was it? Somebody called you Alex Stroof. Yeah, I don't remember who it was. I don't yes, remember who it was, but that's what I call – yeah, I called him that, like, exclusively until the end of the uh, – Jamal Williams show last year, but I have a tinfoil really? hat theory, guys. You ready? I got it right, right out the gate. Tinfoil hat theory. Hold on a minute. I'm intrigued. So Aaron Rodgers, the reason he's upset with the Packers is because his name is actually pronounced Rodgers <laughs> and they've been pronouncing it wrong his whole career. No, the, they're upset that the title town district was not called Mr. Rogers neighborhood. That's his real beef. Oh, it should be. <laughs> I put it past him. I'm I'm on board with that. Like I think that I wouldn't put it past him either. <laughs> well, here's the thing: as much like the stadium renovations don't exist without Brett Favre, Titletown District probably doesn't exist without Aaron Rodgers. There's at least some truth to that. And of course, there is. The Super Bowl win in 2011 was so so huge for that. Mm -hmm. Financially, absolutely. Well, that's what I mean. Yeah, financially. Yeah. Longest time I assumed it was Matt Rampage and failed to see there's no P. I actually still so you know roommates in college, friends from college that would that would see me on the Matt Rampage platforms always said, "Yeah, I saw you were live with Ram Matt Rampage." Yeah, no, 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 no. It's Ramage. It's Ramage. No Dude, so many people call me Rampage. Uh, it used to be like a, a, a nickname because everyone thought it was Rampage, and then like when that UFC or whatever uh, that that fighter came out, Rampage Jackson. Yeah, and I was like, I was upset. I was like, yo, I I, I used to like my Twitter handle used to like when I first got on Twitter. I think it was like Rampage something or other. Uh, like, dude, everyone called me Rampage back in the day. So when he came up, I was like, "The hell with that guy. I hope he loses." But I don't think he did a lot. I don't think I saw a picture of him. Like, I don't think that guy loses too many fights. <laughs> like, he's oh, like, no. No, no, no. <laughs> he was doing all right in life. You know what I mean? But uh, <laughs> but now we talked about the offense. Let, let me look at this. Uh, let's which talk. which eye are you looking at it with, dude? I'm my good one. You can't tell. That's not but, very uh, nice. Yeah, Alex, what the hell is this? My show. <laughs> oh. My bad. Sorry about that. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I love that shit, dude. Bring it, bring it, bring it, Alex. Uh how how good is this Packers defense gonna be? I I I I think it's gonna be good, but I, I'm the most optimistic, dude. Like I, every year I'm like, it's gonna be the best offense, best defense, best coaches, like best fans, best like best everything. No, but I I I think the pass rush is gonna be ridiculous. You guys were talking about uh uh, Kevin King and like whether or not he'll be overthrown by the by the rook. I think I think uh, Rashawn. When, when, like, when did hold on a minute? When did we talk about that? You talked about it on the last show with Kevin King, and you I don't remember exactly. I was well, drinking heavily I'm at that bad. time. Yeah, you me, me as well, apparently. No, you were talking about like what? what did All right, I'm sorry. Continue to roll. My bad. I'm not saying what you said, but you guys brought up the subject at some point. But uh, I, I think the pass rush is going to be ridiculous. Rashawn Gary popped up. Everyone said he was a bust. Now they're not. No, no, no. Now everyone forgot that that they said it because obviously he's not a bust. He came on that's last my year. Son. Who's your son, Rashawn Gary? Rashawn Gary, that's my child. That's his child. Right. That's all right. Well, uh, all right. I'll make sure to be really nice about him. It checks out. I'm I'm older than him. It checks out. I'm older than both of you, so maybe he's my grandson. <laughs> I looks more like his mother. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I, I think the password, like Zary Smith, obviously can do his thing. I think Preston Smith came in. Everyone's talking about how fit he is, how whatever. Uh, That's your guy, I, Maddie. Dude, I love Preston Smith. I love. I will him. say this: his <laughs> sack celebration is like. One of my favorite ones. Great A, man. Great A. It's it's incredible. I am I'm a big proponent of simplicity and I like it when somebody does the same. So like when Clay did the flex and then the predator yeah. thing, I, I dig that. I dig when I know what the guy's gonna do. So Preston slamming on the ground and then screaming. I, I love Z. I love his sack celebrations. Rashawn, we got to work on those a little bit. There's really nothing there, but 
Um, I love signature celebration. So when I know what the guy's doing. Yeah, like, like- hey, Maddie, 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 do me a favor. Steven Zebel, I don't know if I'm slaughtering that uh, pronunciation, just made a comment. You think a top yeah, five defense this year? Yeah, fair enough. Uh, throw me Steven's comment. Thanks. You think a top five defense this year, says Steven. Steven, let me be very clear. Look straight into my camera and say, no, they won't be a top five defense. Our expectations for the Packers defense are always way too high. Top 10, very obtainable, but top five, I, I think it's always silly, right? I mean, we brought up, and, and Maddie brought it up in passing just a second ago, the Eric Stokes, Kevin King situation. That's not going to be a one-week process. That's going to take all season to figure out who you want defensive back uh, number two, or rather cornerback number two to be uh, opposite of Jair. And obviously injuries happen. Uh, your top guys looking really good. Obviously you're lacking some defensive line depth. But but other than that, you're, you're going to be in really good shape. So I don't think I, – I can confidently say I don't think it will be a top five defense, but I think it will be one of the best we've seen in a while. But that, that's also not saying a ton with the Green Bay Packers. Jacob, you look like you're about to disagree with me. Uh, no, not entirely. I think that something that can be thought of too is with the way this Packers offense can be with, with Aaron Rodgers at quarterback is – I don't know. Well, one, you don't need a top five defense. And I know that's going to sound annoying to a lot of fans being like, well, we've lost a bunch of games because our defense sucks. Right. Yes, I know that. But like the example I'm going to use is not really a great one because that defense was really bad. But like the 2011 Packers defense wasn't the actually the worst defense in the NFL, but the other team had to throw so much to keep up with them and they were playing from behind the whole game and all that sort of stuff. So with the way the Packers offense is going to be able to score, and put points on the board, the defense is just going to almost by extension play differently and, and do things that, you know, kind of cause their rankings to not be where they need to be. Now, that being said, Matt mentioned the pass rush, Preston Z Rashawn and Kenny Clark go eat the quarterback. I certainly think that's something they can all do. If you get the ascension of Rashawn Gary, into uh, year three, Zadarius Smith being Zadarius Smith and Preston back to something that resembles his 2019 form. And even with the other cornerback spot kind of being eh, Jair, Savage, I think, is in line for a big year. And Adrian Amos is rock solid. That's as good of a trio. Oh, absolutely. That no, I'm not, yeah, not trying to degrade that at all. I just think, you know, there's certainly – I don't want to call it a hole because Kevin King wasn't resigned for no reason. I mean, obviously yeah. the bad in, in the eyes of Packers Twitter outweighs the good. I mean, there is good that Kevin King brings. We're just very quick to jump on every negative that he brought. Um, he wasn't brought back for no reason, and he's going to be the starter week one. I, I don't think either of those are crazy statements. I think those are very, very expected. So – I'm, I'm intrigued to see, you know, what Eric Stokes brings to the table. The athleticism, the speed, obviously, is is looked at very heavily, and you know that that obviously is there are some dream attributes of a solid corner. So I, if if Stokes can really live up to the ceiling that that has been set for him, um, I, I do believe he'll be starting CB two by mid-season, maybe three-quarters of the way through the regular season. The expectation is that Stokes eventually takes over for Kevin King, and I do see that happening, assuming everybody stays healthy. Yeah, see, like, the thing with, like, with, with Stokes and Kevin King, like I could see them like throughout that process of obviously he's going to take over at some point. I could see them flip-flopping. Like They're, they're just going to be trying. Like they're gonna be like, all right, so let, let let's see what he can do here. And if uh, Stokes struggles, I'll put Kevin King in, and uh, you know, the, Kevin King will start. Maybe they'll flip flop. Like they're gonna move them all around. But I want to get to this comment from Iowa Joe. I saw he was watching your guys' show, so I'm glad he tuned into mine too. Uh, if you go by Preston stats uh, progression since he <laughs> had a sack total last year, this year he will be have double digit sacks. Uh, Matt, Matt. I'm trying to read, bro. It's hard. So watching you try to read is <laughs> it's tough, man. That, that hurt me. That hurt me. I have a camera in front of the camera, uh, in front of the screen, so I'm trying to read. I have the a camera. camera in front of the camera, rolling deep. I dig it. Yeah, dude. I have a I have a, a real professional operation over here, uh, Alex. But 
Um, so Iowa Joe is going with the theory of history repeats itself. Uh, and that's just optimistic thinking. I can't tell you what his to sack total is going to be. I can tell you his playing time is likely going to be slightly increased from last year. So I, I don't think that's, uh, that's, that's true, but Hey, I like the optimism. Dude, I, I just think though, the decreasing of his snaps might help him in terms of staying fresh and maybe not having to play as many. I don't hate early that downs. And then I, you know, I, I like to liken your third pass rusher to the Philadelphia Eagles Super Bowl team where Chris long would just play yeah. third downs. They'd throw Brandon Graham inside and then let Graham and uh, Chris long rush the passer. And they won a Super Bowl by doing that. And the biggest play in the Super Bowl was Brandon Graham from the inside, knocking the ball out of Tom Brady's hand. Well, one of the biggest plays in that Super Bowl. Yeah, I was going to say the biggest play in that Super Bowl is the Philly special, but Philly yeah. special. I was in the end zone for the Philly special. Okay, tell that story, and then uh, you can call it a night. Yeah. I, I, I know that you that you got to get going, but I, I I might need to hear that story first. Yeah, okay. So I, I do some side gig for NFL Films. So I was at the Super Bowl when they were in Minneapolis, and I remember the week before the conference championship games, I was like, the one Super Bowl I'm ever going to work is going to be the Vikings in their home stadium against the freaking Patriots, and I have no team that I want to win. Well, the Eagles smack the Vikings, obviously, and get to the Super Bowl. And I've made no bones about it. If the Packers are not in the playoffs or not playing, I root for the Eagles. That's my second team. If you have one of those, that's my dad's favorite team. So I am <laughs> bleeding Eagle green as I'm in that stadium. Well, we're moving around the field because we have to catch the, the camera angle. So my camera guy is sitting in the end zone. And I'm watching the play. It's like fourth down. It's like, okay, they're going for it. This feels like a big deal because, like, you know, it's, it's Tom Brady and the Patriots over there. They're going to keep scoring. So the Eagles kind of have to do this to keep pace and Foles moves like in motion. And I just think to myself, Oh my God, what the hell are they doing? And then I watch him snap the ball to, I think it was Corey Clement was in the backfield, former Badger. And Badger. he like, and then he starts running to his left. I'm like, what the hell are they doing? My head was spinning. And then I see Nick Foles. I'm like, Oh my God. So the camera shot that you guys see, if you watch, like the NFL replay or something. If there's the NFL films camera that caught Nick Foles catching the touchdown, that was my camera that caught that or my guy. I shouldn't say mine. It was my guy's camera that caught it. Look at that. So yeah, I was in the, the, the other bit from that Super Bowl that I can remember is the hail Mary at the end of the game, Brady throws one up and then it was like the ball bounces around and then hits the ground. And then it felt like the entire crowd looked at the scoreboard to see if the clock had Correct, expired. Yeah. And then the Eagles just sprinted onto the field because they realized the clock had ran out and they were the champs. That's, that's awesome. That's is that the, uh, is that, is that the only Super Bowl you've worked? Yeah, that's the only one I'll give you guys. Um, There's no way that if that happened to me, that nobody would know about that. I didn't know them. <laughs> I, I've, I've talked to you. I've, I've watched you on your own show and you never meant, I, I've never seen you tell that story. I wouldn't have a show without telling that damn story. <laughs> I've got I've got some good I've got some good Packers ones, so I have to get Dude, you guys, I, I'm gonna uh, have you back on and just tell those stories because that that was fantastic. But yeah, I, I've got a few. I know of them, that so. you got to get going soon, but uh, that's awesome. Yeah, no, appreciate you guys for having me. I'll tell those stories all day long, and I'll even tell you the ones that I can't tell you on the air, off the air. So Ooh. that'll be fun. Those oh, fun. we got oh. a little perk. We got a little <laughs> game of Wisconsin perk. <laughs> <laughs> No, I appreciate you joining us, dude. I I, I know that you, you, you got to get going. Shout out to Game of Wisconsin's finest. Uh, <laughs> you both are, but like I'll just <laughs> <laughs> no Jacob Jacob earns that. Title, All right, Game of right, Wisconsin. Appreciate you, bro. Thanks. Good to see you. Yeah, appreciate there you guys. Go. Have fun. <laughs> All right, so uh, shout out to Jacob for joining us. I know that you don't have a bunch, uh, a ton of time. I, I, this is going longer than I actually thought it would go. But no, I no, this has been fun. I, I saw Josh Moser chimed in, so we got we got to take a look at that comment because oh, Josh Moser's Josh Moser's chiming in. He here deserves. Go, here we go, here we go. Josh said, "Yo, what's up with the Rogers cleaning lady story? A deep <laughs> clean? Does that mean he's coming or selling his house? Hope all is well." First of all, shout to Josh Moser. We should have had him jump on this show. I haven't talked to him in a long you know, in, in a little bit, but uh, this story is actually funny. Cause this story actually broke on my Facebook group. I have a, I have a Facebook group called the Green Bay Packer backers. This is where this comment was posted. 
And then uh, I kind of sh- well, Green Bay Packer Daily shared it, and he tagged me or whatever. And I, I well, he didn't need me to tag. He he has a really good following. But anyways, it ended up on Pat McAfee's show, which I thought was like wild. Oh really? Yeah, I was like, if anyone brings this up on ESPN or whatever, that lady is getting fired. But uh, Pat McAfee brought it up today on his show, and my name was on Pat McAfee's show because <laughs> uh, Green Packers like, tagged me. But like. I think, like, when it first happened, my thought was, like, it's a positive story. Like, is it true? Is it, does it matter? Who cares? Like, it's one positive. It, right. little, it's so here's the thing. Story. Yeah, it is a fun little story. But we had we had a similar one a couple of weeks back, right, when he renewed his uh, yeah. membership at the Green Bay Country Club. And it's like, okay, and Josh makes a good point, right? It could be selling his house. It could be he's coming back. And same with the Green Bay Country Club. It's like, did he actually mean to do that? Or was it an auto renewal? You know, so yeah. that's the – it's a fun part. Does it really matter? No, I don't think it does. I think that's probably something he has scheduled at the middle of July every year when he comes back to Green Bay. I'm not saying it was an auto renewal, but either way, the, either way you look at it, you know, it's there one way or another. I just, I feel like making such a big deal of this is not worth your time because at the end of the day, we know one thing. We know that Aaron Rodgers is unhappy with the situation with the Green Bay Packers. I'm not under the impression he'll be there next week. Uh, other people are a bit more optimistic than I am, and we have the same amount of news as each other. So, right, you're looking at you there, Maddie. Uh, whichever <laughs> I am looking at, I'm looking at you. But, uh, you know, at the end of the day, <laughs> at the end of the day, you know, I, I think he'll be the Packers quarterback in in, in Green Bay uh, this year. I just don't know when it'll be, uh, and I don't think it'll be next week. Uh, but again, this cleaning lady story, this renewed his uh, you know his country club membership. Stephen chimes in, he renewed his cable subscription. Right, like it's just, who cares. Gents, I have to say the story about the GBCC made me go. Green Bay has a country club. Yes, I lived about two minutes from it. Uh, fun fact. Yeah, I had never club. been. And Ma- Josh Moser definitely knows because he, he's a golfer. But, like, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I don't I don't think it's a huge story, but I'm like, w- with all the negative stories, he, here's my thing. All the negative stories get every airplay. But, like, there's a positive story. Well, he renewed the country club thing. And they're like, no, it doesn't matter. It was auto-renew. And, like, oh, he had a cleaning person come in and clean his house. Well, that doesn't mean anything. But, like, I get it because it doesn't. And they're right. But, like, every negative story gets all the airplay. Everyone's talking about it. But, like, so, like, I don't take the negative, like, uh, believe every word they say. And I don't take the positive and believe every word they say. But, like, it's a positive story. Let's have some fun with it. You know what I mean? So, like. It, As we it, should, right? As we absolutely yeah. should. Yeah, it, it's uh, like nobody knows like what it is. I, I think Rogers come back because he talked about working out and he'll figure it out a couple weeks. I, I, I think he's not going to get traded. They're not going to trade him. He's not going to sit out. Like every, if, if, if he wanted to sit out, he would have done the COVID uh, list thing. Uh, I, there's like protection. That was, that was never what he's going to do. He's going to make a statement, right? That, well, yeah. if, if, and I said this on the Game on Wisconsin show earlier tonight, but if there's anything that we know about Aaron Rodgers is that he always wants – to prove a point or make a point, right? And that's exactly what he's going to do this end of summer, beginning of fall, uh, by sitting up. He's not going to show up next Tuesday. And I don't think anybody's expectations should be very high for that. I think he'll show up before week one. I just don't think he's going to show up right away because it's clear he's been unhappy. He hasn't said much. Every, you know, Mark Murphy said a lot um, that – now, a lot of which I probably wouldn't like if I was Aaron Rodgers in this situation. So uh, he likes to prove a point, and I think he's going to do this with the situation, and we'll see what happens. I think he'll be the quarterback. I just don't think it will be day one of training camp. Yeah, like whenever Rodgers talks, he uh, – like it, it's for a reason. But anyways, I, I'm going to talk too here, for, and I have a reason. Fuegobox.com. If you use promo code MATT10, you get 10% off products and subscriptions. So uh, check out promo code uh, or check out Fuegobox.com. Get all the hot sauces that you need to get. They scour the earth looking for the hot sauces, and they they find the best. And uh, if you go 
fuegobox.com. Use my promo code Matt10. Get 10% off. You're gonna get some great hot sauces. I got I got hot sauces in my kitchen. My kids love it. My wife loves it. They're so excited. Like, go do a podcast. Get yourself some Fuego Box. All right. So uh, I appreciate everyone tuning in. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Let's try that again. Let's try that again. Here. Let's do a live read together. Let's walk right. through it. All right, all right. So yeah, yeah, let me let me let me hit it in. Uh, Let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen, my fellow beer drinkers here on a happy Monday night. I hope everybody's Monday went well. Let me tell you about my friends over at FuegoBox.com. They have looked all over the place. They've gone all the way to Utah. They've gone all the way to Egypt looking for the best hot sauce in the world, and they have catered to you the greatest hot sauce available at FuegoBox.com. My kids, they love the habanero chocolate. My wife, she loves the ghost pepper. What's another pepper? Uh, Something like that. Flagobox.com. Promo code MATT10. 10% off your very first purchase. You You know Aaron Rodgers, Mark Murphy, that situation a little bit en fuego. You know how to make it more fitting. Join Fuego Box, FuegoBox.com. Promo code Matt10, 10% off your first order. Get the best hot sauces available at FuegoBox.com. And you get this cool box. Who That's like actually that? awesome. That's awesome. That's actually a really cool box. All right. Thanks, y'all, for tuning in. Thanks for uh, Jacob Weston. Don't shout the game on Wisconsin. Alex Strofe, as always, drinking down a Bud Light. Uh, go Pack Go, people. Let's get on this thing. Ladies and gentlemen, the Matt Rabbit Show, presented by Quick Trip.